Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 930, air date April 9th, 2021. Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Uh, it's Friday. Hope everyone's having a, had a good week and looking forward to the weekend. Today, we're going to start discussing glutathione and glutathione, uh, which is a master antioxidant and its effect on the immune system and how it really empowers the immune system. So that's what we're gonna talk about today as people come in. Let me bring up my the deck that I have for today. And I think that we're gonna enjoy it. Let's see if I have it here. There we go. All right, let me bring this up. Just close down some of these that are setting up. A lot of these open. All right, welcome everyone. Welcome to our talk today on glutathione. This we're gonna be talking about the master, one of the most powerful antioxidants on the planet um, in terms of uh, supporting your body's healing processes and immune health. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Let's see as people are coming in here. Great. All right, good afternoon everyone. Oh, great to have someone from Beirut. Nice to have you. Uh, what else do we have? We have, good afternoon from Denmark. Great to have you. Beirut, uh, great to have you. Erica Colazzo, Hanson Benson, great to have you. Good. So as people are coming in, um, uh, uh, what I typically like to do is I like to start off as people are joining and really share with people uh, one of the most important things that I like to talk about is my journey to systems. As many of you know, uh, one of our goals of our education is to educate all of you on the need for a systems approach to everything in life. System science is what is the order of the day. Once you understand the foundations of systems, which we teach at VA Shiva, to anyone who wants to support this movement, anyone who contributes, that's our gift to you. Uh, it is a foundation of really understanding how your body works as a system, how political systems work, pretty much everything in the universe works because it's founded on the uh, fundamental understanding of nature. So um, as people are coming in, I wanna share with you my journey to systems, which will give you a flavor of what VA Shiva is about and where we're coming. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. 
The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program and subsequently at the age of 14 was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical paper-based inner office mail system including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first US copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosolve, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory honoring my grandmother to develop your body your system a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems the science of everything be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, everyone, welcome. Uh, good afternoon. It's Dr. Shiva Adure. Someone just posted on there, what do I think about NAC? So, you know, um, I take NAC from time to time. It's uh, it's actually a precursor. It's called N-acetylcysteine. Someone just posted this. It's a precursor to glutathione, which we're going to talk about. Uh, in in the, uh, So if you look at what are called molecular pathways, you have what's called upstream and downstream, which means if glutathione is a product, Upstream of the creation of glutathione is something called N-acetylcysteine, NAC. And NAC is a precursor which helps um, the production of glutathione. But we're going to talk about glutathione today, and I hope all of you are going to enjoy it because it's, it's, an, it's a, a very interesting uh, chemical. It's a naturally occurring compound. It's not something that does not occur in nature. It occurs in nature. In fact, it occurs in your body. And for me, it's a very, very interesting um, compound because... In November of 2011, my mom was diagnosed with, with a horrible disease called pulmonary fibrosis. Uh, she was such a strong woman, she didn't want to tell me about it because she knew that I'd get very upset. But uh, she had gotten uh, fibrosis of the lungs, which is where you have scarring of the lungs. 
Uh, when we first came to the United States, my mom started working in a mill, you know, one of the, uh, in the, in the 70s, in a fabric mill. And our uh, conclusion was that, you know, in those days, they didn't have a lot of those regulations and those um, particles in the air uh, affected her lungs. Now, what's interesting that I found out many years later is that uh, your body has glutathione, which is almost like a natural uh, detergent or antioxidant, which cleans up stuff. So if you think about when you're born, your body has, or, you know, when you mature, your body has this much glutathione. And as you age, the amount of glutathione drops and drops and drops. Now, the, the rate at which it drops can uh, be a direct function of the stressors you're under. So the conclusion I came to as I studied after, unfortunately, after my mom's death, and I understand the power of glutathione, is that uh, the, you know, when your lungs are under stress, and it could be occurred through many things, um, that the glutathione levels drop, because it's your, it's your uh, think about your body's first way to protect the lungs. And so then, you know, when your glutathione levels drop, your body then says, wow, I got to really protect the lungs. So it essentially starts creating cement, if you want to think, or scarring which is a fibrosis. So uh, had I known about this more, uh, you know, uh, years later around 2013, uh, 14, I came to find out uh, from a, a great doctor. Unfortunately, he was one of these uh, MDs, was an alternative doctor who mysteriously passed away, Mitch Gaynor. Mitch was uh, sharing with me, you know, you, know you, you could have saved your mom's life had you given her IV glutathione. And Mitch and I start, were starting to do some interesting research on it. So I wanted to let you know about that. So it's, it's a, uh, uh, glutathione is a powerful antioxidant and everyone should explore it. But today, what I want to do in our talk today is I really want to look at, uh, thank you, Linda Matheson, love to you uh, in Ontario, Canada, best to you. Um, so what I want to talk about is glutathione as an antioxidant and its effect on immune health. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, we also have our people joining us on Instagram to make sure, oops. For some reason, Instagram didn't start. Let me, just give me one second. I'm gonna start people again on Instagram. That's weird. Uh, let me start people on Instagram. This happens from time to time. Let's go live. Okay, let me add this again. There. Okay, to people on Instagram, I'm sorry about that. So people on Instagram are back. And let's see. And we should be back. Okay, good. So people on Instagram are back. Sorry about that. So anyway, we're gonna talk about Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry, we're talking about a glutathione. So let me go right to the, uh, our, uh, let me just eliminate some of these windows that were up before, okay. So let's go here and we're gonna jump right to, by the way, uh, those of you are joining, um, for those of you who are interested in the Truth, Freedom and Health uh, Warrior Program, remember, we really wanna educate all of you to take a systems approach. When I discuss glutathione, I take a molecular systems approach from systems biology, but I wanna encourage everyone to go to vashiva.com. This is really for you to become a Truth, Freedom and Health Warrior. Um, um, as you know, we're dedicated to building a movement for truth, freedom, and health. Every Mondays, I spend a lot of time on a three-hour class and I educate you, but please go do that. Go to vashiva.com. So let's go back here. So glutathione and immune health, we're gonna take a molecular systems biology approach. So what is glutathione? What is glutathione? So let's begin 
with a detailed understanding of what glutathione is. Then we're going to talk about the bio, its effects on biological functions, its health benefits, the effects on the immune system, and then the clinical evidence on um, you know glutathione uh, or, uh, or or foods and beverages dosaging to boost the GSH levels. Like basically, how much should you take? Okay, so we're going to talk about that too. So get something very practical. So let's begin with the background. So first of all, glutathione is considered the master an antioxidant. And if you look at the structure over here, right here on the left, you'll see that it's got a bunch of double bonds, many, many double bonds here, okay? And it's got the NH2 group, the sulfur group, so it has the sulfur group. So it's called the tripeptide, consisting of cysteine, glycine, and glutamate amino acids. So why is it called the tripeptide? So let me just explain that. So uh, 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 peptides, right, are made up of individual amino acids. So there are various types of amino acids that exist in the universe. And when you put those amino acids together, you get a peptide. You put long chains of them, peptides actually form proteins, right? So amino acids are really the building blocks of life that are extremely important for our existence. So it's a tripeptide. So it contains cysteine, glycine, and glutamate. Now, the most abundant, uh, it's one of the most abundant antioxidants. It's presented high levels, around five millimolars in the cell. It's a, it, moles is a definition of what's called concentration. It's found in pretty much most things in the universe, plants, animals, fungi, some bacteria uh, and archaea. It's involved in the regulation of various metabolic pathways, uh, essential for whole body homeostasis. What does homeostasis mean? Homeostasis is where your body likes to be. And we'll talk about that when we start talking about your body, your system. Your body has a place that it likes to be. And this, again, is a systems concept. A systems concept says that all systems in the universe have a uh, homeostasis where they like to be. So if you think about a Ferrari, it likes to be revving fast, right? It was designed for moving fast. Uh, uh, an SUV was designed for cargo, right? hosting stuff. So uh, you as a system, all of us have very different homeostasis, okay? You have a different uh, homeostasis than I do. So this is why when you look at medicine, one size does not fit all. To try to tell everyone that they should take the same thing doesn't make sense. And it comes to the principle of homeostasis. So, um, so anyway, uh, glutathione is involved in the regulation of metabolic pathways for our body to achieve homeostasis. And the theory of, you know, a lot of medicine, whether it's East or West, is that when your body is at homeostasis, your body can heal itself. So that's why homeostasis is important. So let's now go to understanding. Look at all the clinical research studies that have been done. I think out of all the uh, uh, work we've done so far, by the way, good to everyone on uh, on Instagram. Sorry, I started a little bit late. Um, but um, look at the number of papers that have been done on glutathione. 100 and nearly 160,000 papers, nearly 3,000 clinical trials. And that has occurred over the last 60 years. So if you go back to, uh, you know, 1960 or 1950, right? Um, that's when a lot of this work was done. So, and you can see over here on this little chart here, if you see it on PubMed, how much, you know, little, little papers, but boom, starting around, you know, uh, 60 years ago, explosive amount of research. So I think again, uh, for those of you who've been following our series on immune health, I think the most we saw was, I think, something like hyaluronic acid, which may have had around 30,000 
but glutathione has five times more than any of the uh, other stuff we've talked about. So it says, but it's very, very well researched, which tells you a lot about um, from a scientific side that there's a lot of interest in this. So when we look at all those papers, we use the technology that came out of my work at MIT to really analyze. I mean, there's no way that anyone in this listening is gonna be able to read 160,000 papers or go over 3000 clinical trials. Um, the approach that we take to really understand truth here is we wanna take an approach where we're looking at the whole, right? Um, science, unfortunately, has become cherry picking, be it on the big pharma side or the big vitamin side. Big pharma likes to just take little pieces and what's happened with big vitamin or big new age is they don't take a holistic clinical approach, even though they say they're holistic. But with Cytosol, we take a systems approach. And a systems approach basically says, we're gonna really look at all of those papers to understand what's really going on. So that's what, we're, that's what we do with Cytosol. And Cytosol is a technology that enables us to do that. And it's really a technology that I created out of my PhD work at MIT. But the ability, we have two capabilities. One is we can take that literature, curate it, find the relevant literature, extract out the molecular mechanisms. And in this case, we're interested in immune health. We can understand the immune architecture and we can see how glutathione affects it. And the different way that big pharma works is they don't work like this, right? Big pharma uh, doesn't look at natural compounds. They look at compounds that are synthetic compounds. And as you can see in this diagram, which I have gone over before, but it's important to review, is they take a process where it takes them around upwards of 15 years, sometimes $5 billion, just to figure out if that one synthetic drug even works. And by the time it comes out of that process, they spend a lot of money and the drug, frankly, doesn't work for the target audience. Typically on a good day, that drug may work for 10% of the people that it was targeted for. But again, they kill a lot of animals and they test on humans. Typically poor people are the ones who get tested on these drugs because they pay them to test it. So it's a very interesting process which is a reductionist process. It's not a process that's a systems approach. So in that model, you can see that they're actually failing. I talked about this a couple of nights ago. They spend more and more money on trying to fix this very, very medieval process and less and less drugs are even being approved by the FDA. And the reason is the entire basis of this, the science that they do is a reductionist approach. So if this is immune health, the entire elephant, they're like blind men touching pieces of the elephant. And if they were ever to get together, they would get something that looks nothing like the elephant. This is the opposite of systems, the reductionist approach. Uh, and in fact, this reductionism became really clear in 2003 when the Genome Project ended. Uh, we thought we had 100,000 genes because we thought genes are what make disease. And if you have this gene, you're gonna get this disease. So let's um, hunt for genes. Turns out we only have 20,000 genes, the same number of genes as a worm. So this led to a field called systems biology, saying, look, if you wanna understand the whole, it's not just about the genes. We have to start understanding all the pieces uh, across genes and proteins and cells and tissues, et cetera. And as a part of that, one of the goals was, could you look at the whole cell outside of the genome and mathematically model it? Essentially understand all the chemical reactions. This was seen as an impossible problem. And what I ended up doing was I, ended up understanding that if you look at any one paper in science, it'll have these little molecular pathways, which could be converted to a model. But in order to connect all these models together, you would need a new technology. That was Cytosol. So Cytosol allows us to 
keep the models small like this, but it interconnects them. So we can do massive, massive amounts of uh, complexity, right? Because up until the development of Cytosol, people are only able to model small things. This is why people still go and kill animals, et cetera, because they don't really know what's going on. The problem with most of the drug development or the uh, vitamin development, it's like they're basically poking at stuff. They don't really know what's actually going on. Even in vitamin development, they may read one paper, you know, and it's typically one formulator. What we're able to do with Cytosol is we're able to look at everything based on the known science, knowing the science changes, put it all together, extract out the molecular mechanisms like Lego pieces, interconnect them and compute them. So it's a way of really getting a systems-based view of science, knowing that science is constantly changing so we can upgrade it and we can improve it as time goes on. And this is, by the way, how we build airplanes, right? We don't build airplanes by just throwing a test pilot in. We do it on the computer. Then we figure out all the mistakes before we play mistakes in the wind tunnel, et cetera. And that's what Cytosol allows us to do. And most importantly, we can handle not just a single compound, but many compounds. So we can actually understand the interaction, the synergy of compounds. So for example, when you eat food, right? Or when you take something like glutathione, it's synergistically reacting in your body. And that synergy is what we want to understand. This is what makes food medicine, because food is not just any one chemical. It's a combination of many, many things, all right? So Cytosol allows us to do that, um, and it enables us to, and we've created a whole, over the last 17 years, we've created a whole infrastructure to do this. So we have a huge advantage, um, in not only from a development standpoint, from a research standpoint, we've actually helped many foundations, many universities, who will come to us because we can do the work of 40 or 50 graduate students. So Cytosol is a revolutionary technology. The big academia uh, has not deployed it fully. We have it, big academia comes to us. So over 16 years, we've actually uh, used the Cytosol mo mathematical modeling approach to really accelerate the development of uh, you know products, medicines, faster and cheaper. And over the last few years, what we've done is instead of waiting for the big guys to do anything, we've decided we're gonna do it on our own. And I'll talk about that shortly. But fundamentally, Cytosol helps us understand synergy of combinations of things. And we've created a whole platform to do that from research to simulation, working with various um, great research people all over the world to really iterate on this and find this out. So for example, if you look at the traditional system of Indian medicine, imagine you're having your turmeric and your curry meal with a glass of red wine. Well, we can simulate that with Cytosol. Curcumin is the active ingredient in, um, uh, in, in, in turmeric. So we can model all the molecular pathways in the cell. Thousands of papers we've analyzed to do that. We can then model all the molecular, oops, happened here. Okay, yeah, we can then, what's going on here? One second, guys. Uh, something is happening here where I can't advance my mouse here. <laughs> One second, I may have to stop the screen here, come back here. Uh, one second. One second, everyone, something's happened. Something's happened with my PowerPoint here. Let's see what's going on. Uh, let's see. I may have to bring this up again. 
let's see if I quit this, what will happen? Okay. One second. Sorry about that. Let's see what happens here. All right, I think I got it. Deeply apologize for that. Okay. There we go. All right. So what I wanted to share here was that when we look at something like curcumin, which some of you may have seen before when I've shared this, we can literally understand the interaction of curcumin uh, with something like resveratrol, right? So this is, imagine you having your red wine with your curcumin. And then we can literally do computational simulations. Here, we're looking at giving no curcumin, no resveratrol, and we have high inflammation, because both of these are anti-inflammatories. But how much should you take? Right, how much should you use? So with cytosol, we can actually determine. So first I give no curcumin, no resveratrol. Then here you notice I'm giving five units of curcumin and look what happens, the inflammation drops. That's denoted uh, by, that's denoted by the, uh, something's going on here. All right, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties today. I'm not sure why. Let me just start this again. Okay, here we go. All right, so um, you can see here that when you just give five units of curcumin, it also goes down. And then when you give curcumin and just resveratrol, it goes down from 0.15 to 0.06. But when you do the combination of three units of curcumin less than the five, two units of resveratrol less than the five, but still overall, the overall uh, amount of inflammation goes down from 0.06 to 0.03, or 0.05 to 0.03. The point being that we, what we find is that the body likes combinations. It likes synergy of things. So using synergistic approaches, we can figure out the combination of things. So for example, we work with a client who just takes juice, one of the big juice blending companies. They simply take juice, they dry it, and they put it in pills. They know it reduces inflammation. They didn't really know why. We found out of all those 130 phytochemicals, there were seven phytochemicals, very, very important. So cytosol can be really used for discovery. So all of you listening, I know many of you are giving us things that you want us to check out. So if you have different kinds of uh, ingredients that you're interested in for a particular thing as a public service, we'll run it through cytosol, okay? So that's what, that's what we do in terms of taking the systems approach. All right, so um, in a practical way, over the last couple of years, we have actually decided that we would use Cytosoft to help all of you instead of just helping companies. So we created, we discovered a product called MV25, which is literally a product for supporting movement and discomfort. And what we did was, in order to discover this, we literally went, we modeled the molecular pathways of pain and inflammation from reviewing thousands of papers. Then we went through a whole range of ingredients and then we computed billions and billions of molecular pathways interactions to discover a unique combination. Now we're not saying this is a perfect one, but we do know it's the best one that has gone through this very rigorous approach. Tomorrow, if the science changes, we'll upgrade that. So those of you who are interested in it, a number of you have asked me to talk about this. Um, you can literally go um, and check out MV, by the way, mass times velocity in physics means momentum. It's a systems approach. And if you look at the back of the bottle, this says Cytosol Optimize. 
And if you see the back of the bottle, it says this was formulated using the technology I created at MIT and that this formulation results from integrating thousands of different peer-reviewed papers across nearly 40 years in 68 research institutions. And we're computing not just one, but trillions of combinations to find this optimal um, synergy. And as the science changes, so will this formulation. And that's really the promise. And by the way, it's clean certified, it's GMP. So I encourage people to go check it out. You can go to bashiva.com on the shop and you can find it in the shop. And um, there it is, okay? So glutathione similarly has a lot of properties where it hits not just one pathway, it has a synergistic thing. It doesn't just go do this one thing and get this one effect. That's what drugs are intended for. Like if you think, think about many of the approach of drugs, they'll typically try to hit this one target to elicit this one approach. And that's the approach in most of the current jabbing model, right? You jab someone and then you get antibodies, right? So input, output, input, output. You do this input and you get this output. But the reality is the immune system is far more complex. It's not just about antibodies. You wanna have an orchestra effect to generate many, many other things. And this is what I wanna impart on you that when we wanna talk about public health, when we wanna really talk about a systems approach to understanding this, the goal is really to understand the immune system as a system, not just as a reductionist model, just generating antibodies. So when we look at glutathione, we're not just gonna say, I'm gonna take glutathione and it's gonna do this. We're gonna look at it from a system standpoint, all right? So when we look at that, let's first of all understand that um, glutathione metabolism, very, very important to understand here. So glutathione is synthesized from three amino acids, cysteine, uh, glutamate, and glycine. So remember I, I shared with you that you have N-acetylcysteine, right? So this is the form of, uh, when, we, when we look at this, this, uh, this right here is N-acetylcysteine. It's one of the precursors that's important uh, for the production of glutathione, all right? So, but you notice that multiple things um, are involved here. Someone said, do you sell immune system supplements? Everyone's asking me, um, we're seriously thinking, you know, I, I put together a protocol that I sent to Trump when he was uh, president. He didn't listen to any of it, but I know that I probably affected probably millions or hundreds of millions of dollars of vitamin D3, D3 but we're given everyone's response. I'm putting together uh, a, a composite of what you can take for uh, immune health. So it's gonna be coming out shortly, um, but I reported her and blocked her. Who, who we blocked? Someone who is banning the trolls? Should we, should we be banning anyone out here? If you want me to ban someone, just let me know. We'll take them out if they're bothering people. All right, um, so yes, that's MV25. So let me go back to this. So um, when you look at glutathione, what you start seeing here is glutathione um, has, it's a two-step process. I want you to understand this. How is glutathione made in the body? So over here, you can see it's synthesized from cysteine in the, in the blue circle here, glutamate over here, and glycine. These three things, and it's a two-step process. First, you have the formation of gamma, gluta, glutamyl, cysteine. So first of all, cysteine and glutamate get together, and that creates gamma, glutamyl, cysteine right here, okay? Which is right here. And this gamma, glutamyl, cysteine um, leads to the formation of GSH, uh, and glycine. So you have cysteine and glutamate, which right here through the um, use of one 
a molecule of ATP, then creates gamma glutamyl cysteine, which then creates glycine through this process, through GSH synthase, which is an enzyme. And again, that uses another molecule of ATP, and then you get GSH. But look how cool this is, GSH then stops it. So you get one molecule of um, GSH being produced from you know, a molecule each of cysteine, glutamate, and glycine. So there you go. It's a two-step process, but you notice how beautiful nature is. So it takes cysteine and glutamate, right? So cysteine and glutamate come together to make the gamma uh, glutamyl uh, cysteine, and then the gamma glutamyl cysteine interacts with glycine to make GSH. So these are what we call these chemical pathways. So when we read a paper, we can extract out these chemical pathways and with Cytosol, we can actually mathematically model them to understand all these interactions. But this is what uh, the other job I do full time, okay, when I'm not doing this. So um, glutathione metabolism. So here's glutathione and it's utilized to neutralize reactive oxygen species like hydrogen peroxide and lipid peroxides, okay? Lipid peroxide. So what am I? What am I? What do I mean by this? So glutathione neutralizes reactive oxygen species. So what that means is, think about your body is you know takes fuel and it you know produces exhaust. Okay, the exhaust is reactive oxygen species, or when something rusts, it's the byproducts of metabolism. These are called when your body oxidizes itself. You get old or you age. Okay, this is where one of the prospects of aging comes from. So glutathione does, and two of those things are hydrogen peroxide. So there's a whole theory, by the way, when you start getting gray hair, it's because you have your hydrogen peroxide levels go up, right? So there's a whole theory that you can reduce the amount of gray hair if you go attack the peroxides. But the hydrogen peroxide is what is produced. Hydrogen peroxide is what is produced. Um, uh, in, uh, or hydrogen peroxide is one of these reactive oxygen species. So it includes hydrogen peroxide, lipid peroxides. Now GSH, which is, by the way, when I say GSH, that means glutathione, that's utilizing the liver to remove external and internal toxins. So again, very, very important for health, right? If you're living pollute, polluted conditions, you're under a lot of stress and your body and your liver is putting building up toxins, glutathione, NAC can help increase glutathione levels so you support your liver. In fact, this thing says antioxidant and glutathione precursor supports liver and lung function, you know? So anyway, uh, very, very uh, powerful uh, 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 element glutathione for detoxification in addition to antioxidant. But GA, GSH is also utilized to maintain cell growth and cell death, right? So you wanna make sure your cells are dying properly, you know, old cells, Problem with tumor cells is they don't die. And you want also new cells to come. And then GSH is utilized in the maintenance of mitochondrial function. The mitochondria is literally the power plant in every cell. It's the thing that produces ATP, which powers your cell. So as you can see, when you really look at glutathione, it really powers some of the most essential things that fuel your body and for anti-aging, right? It makes sure you produce cells, make sure the old cells are dying. It makes sure as you detox your liver. It makes sure you eat up the, uh, you know, the oxidizing agents and it supports energy. Very, very valuable thing everyone should consider. Now, the lower synthesis of GSH, so what happens when you don't produce enough 
glutathione. This is due to insufficient consumption of fresh vegetables and fruits and natural sources of glutathione. Insufficient consumption of fresh vegetables and fruits, okay? And, and you get increase in GSH depletion as you age. So you can think about, so if you, so you can think about if you don't get proper fresh vegetables and fruit, glutathione levels drop. Age, endogenous glutathione progressively declines with aging, chronic disease. If you're under constant stress, like my mom was, right? With that respiratory disease, GSH levels, your body's trying to fight that or cardiovascular disease or metabolic disease. So your GSH levels are gonna drop even faster. Smoking, cigarette smoke is known to deplete the cellular glutathione pool in the airways, exacerbating oxidative damage and inflammation in the lung. So bottom line is as you age, as you're under stress, if you smoke you're, or you're under chronic pain and disease, your glutathione levels are gonna drop, okay? Another very important observation here. The other thing we wanna recognize is that uh, glutathione has been, um, has been associated with the severity. This comes from uh, one of the leading journals on infectious diseases on, on the COVID-19, right? So glutathione deficiency has been associated with the severity of COVID-19. And so in this paper, what's really being discussed is it's that patients with moderate and severe COVID illness had lower levels of glutathione and higher reactive oxygen species and ROS GSH ratio, which means more amounts of reactive oxygen species relative to GSH in their plasma than patients with mild disease, clearly indicating glutathione deficiency and oxidative stress, uh, stress signs in patients with serious disease manifestations, okay? So bottom line, you wanna watch your glutathione levels. So there was a direct correlation between people dying of not only, I'm sure, something like uh, this COVID-19, but many, many diseases you can look at when your body's under stress, all right? So glutathione levels. Now the biological effects of glutathione are, I think we've discussed some of these, but to enumerate them, number one, it regulates uh, oxidative stress, detoxes, protein folding, regeneration of other powerful antioxidants, such as vitamin C and E, energy metabolism, antiviral defense, regulation of cellular proliferation, cell death and immune response. So if you just go down this list, this is pretty much everything your body needs to survive. So glutathione is there in every little biochemical process to support your body. So this is why fresh fruits, fresh vegetables are important um, to support that. And so there's, there's um, a preponderance of evidence on this. So health benefits, well, neurodegenerative. So if it supports all those things, you can probably think it's gonna probably support every uh, uh, lot of alleviation, various diseases, neurodegenerative diseases, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Huntington's, AML, Friedrich's, pulmonary disease, fibrosis, COPD, pulmonary fibrosis, asthma, acute respiratory res distress syndrome, immune diseases, HIV, autoimmune diseases, cardiovascular diseases, hypertension, myocardial infarction, cholesterol oxidation, chronic age-related diseases, cataracts, macular degeneration, hearing impairment and glaucoma, liver disease, cystic fibrosis, bottom line, aging. There's a whole school of thought which says there is no thing as disease, it's something because we're not getting the proper nutrients. Now, there are healthcare providers, you can find them, who will give you IV glutathione. You know, I used to get this somewhat regularly and I haven't done it in a year, I'm probably gonna get back on it because of the amount of stuff I do burning 
you know, candles of both ends, but you can get IV glutathione. It's, you know, it's literally a cocktail you can get. I recommend it for people who are under stress or really work, you know, very hard and don't have the chance to get all the nutrients that they need. But glutathione, again, very powerful. You can look at all the different diseases, the health benefits. Now, many of you know, I've discussed the immune system. Now, it's important to understand we're applying cytosol here to understand the immune system. Well, the immune system, unfortunately, again, I wanna re-educate you, educate you, is not just, the immune system is not just the innate immune system, which is in your eyes, your notes, your throat, your you know ears, your skin, all that part of your body, which first sees a pathogen. That's called the innate immune system that has macrophages, natural killer cells. Now in the simplistic understanding of the immune system, which is what Fauci talks about, or, or the, the medical community unfortunately no, only knows, it's just you have the innate immune system, which is the part of your immune system which has what we call the aspect of the immune system, which can find, see a virus, and this is a macrophage, this is let's say in your lungs, and it sees this virus and starts eating it up and chomping it up, okay? And that's really the part of the innate immune system if you think about the macrophages, okay? It's the first part of your immune system. And in this old, which is unfortunately the old reductionist model, you have the innate immune system. And as this is chomped up over here, the macrophage creates what are called these antigens, these little blue things as it as it's chomping up going through, this is by the way, your epithelial cells in the lungs, and these chomped up dismembered piece of the virus inspire or stimulate your adaptive immune system composed of the T cells to then create these antibodies, which later stop the virus. So the whole notion of the modern or the old model, what I call the old model of the immune system, you have these things go eat up the virus, at least if that's working well, your macrophages, Many people, that's not working well, so the first part of the immune system doesn't work. And those chomped up pieces of the virus stimulate your T cells to go do two things. One is to go attack the infected cell, which is through the CD8 cells, or inspire the B cells to create antibodies, okay, which is these little V-type structures that I'm sharing here. So this is really how the immune system works in this two-body model. But my research, which I presented at the National Science Foundation, shows this is not the only two systems. You have your gut microbiome, you have your virome, you have the neural system, and you have the all-important interferon system. And the thing is, the interferons are in every cell in your body. You have interferon alpha and beta, which is the first uh, type of interferons. And these can constitute the first line of defense. So why am I bringing this up? Well, it's important to understand that the immune system is not just about antibodies. And this is where every one of you must start educating your doctors, must start educating your neighbors. Everything we hear in the media, everything we hear is, once you get the antibodies, you're okay. Well, that's really not true, okay? There are people who get infected who don't have any antibodies and, they, and they're asymptomatic because their interferon system, which is in every cell, you know, is boosted up. And by the way, NAC helps your interferon system, glutathione, and the interferon system can go unleash your innate system to be stronger so it eats up the virus long before the adaptive system. I hope you're following this. Is this clear? So it's really, really important that um, you understand that the glutathione system is critical to, or the glutathione to supporting 
the interferon system. It's, it's important to boosting the whole orchestra of your immune system, not just antibodies, okay? And as long as we focus on antibodies, that's like the blind men just touching the tail and thinking the elephant is a rope or something. And that's where we're at, unfortunately, in science because of the reductionist approach, okay? So the interferon system is key. So what are the effects of glutathione? Well, this is what I'm gonna share with you. So right now we're gonna now go into, we could talk about glutathione cardiovascular health, glutathione on the immune system, but given the environment out there, my goal is to educate all of you on other ways that you can really boost your immune system, okay? So glutathione does a couple of things. First of all, glutathione is extremely uh, powerful in inhibiting viral replication. It stops the cytokine storm and it enhances vitamin D bioavailability. Very, very important. So GSH promotes the reductive environment. What does reductive mean? Which means eliminating oxidizing, which means eliminating rusting. This is a chemi chemistry term. So reductive environment inhibits viral protein synthesis. So if here is glutathione right here, if you look on this graph right here, so here's a virus trying to get into the cell. So here's a cell wall over here. The virus is trying to get in into your cell and what, and here's the virus getting in, okay? And it starts releasing its virus component, starts using your ribosome to start synthesizing itself. Well, look what GSH does. GSH stops the, the protein synthesis, the viral protein synthesis, and inhibits the viral protein folding. So this means it stops the virus from replicating. And inhibition of viral protein synthesis and folding leads to reduced viral replication. So again, if you know people who are, you know, you think they're infected or, you know, need a boost, the glutathione, like zinc in many ways, inhibits the viral replication. So that's one of the most important things, as you can see right here. The second thing is glutathione inhibits a cytokine storm. Remember, it is not the virus. It is not the virus that kills you, okay? This is the biggest thing that, again, a lot of people in mainstream media should be educating people, but they won't, but you'll get it here, is it's your body's overreaction, which is called the cytokine storm. When you have a weak immune system, it's like having no shock absorbers on your car. You hit a bump and, you, and your head and everything rattles. Well, that's what happens when you get infected, your body overreacts and it starts eating away the parts of your body, quote unquote, eating away where the virus goes and lands because it just goes and starts. And that's what happens with the COVID or the SARS, this kind of stuff, because it goes into your lung epithelial and your body overreacts. That's because of what is known as a cytokine storm, which you're seeing right here. So when, when a virus infects you, it, it increases reactive oxygen species and NF-kappa-beta. Look what glutathione does. It's like a left, a left hook and a right hook, okay? It stops ROS and it stops NF-kappa-beta. So the oxidative stress and production of reactive oxygen species, which is this, are the hallmarks of viral infection. And then the ROS promotes upregulation of NF-kappa-beta, which is responsible for the cytokine storm through these you know, four cytokines, TNF-alpha, IL-6, IL-8, and IL-1-beta. And the viral infection promotes upregulation of pro-inflammatory cytokines, which, which starts a cytokine storm. So glutathione is amazing. It stops the cytokine storm, as you can see right there. So again, for those of you joining just now, we're talking about glutathione. Glutathione is a powerful systems antioxidant. On the one hand, 
It goes, stops viral replication, inhibits it, and it also lowers the cytokine storm, okay? So which means it's gonna make sure your body doesn't eat itself up, okay? Um, next, what we see here is that I've talked a lot. I think one of the videos I did, some of you may know, in last year, I did a video on vitamin D3, the first guy to really pound away at how important vitamin D3 is back in March, I wrote to Trump. You know, a lot of lives could have been saved if the president of the United States had used that bully pulpit, but he didn't, okay? He did Operation Warp Speed, okay? Um, but vitamin D3, uh, when you, from, from sunlight, your body converts the UVB radiation to vitamin D3. That vitamin D3 creates catholicine antimicrobial proteins, which literally are like bullets which blow up the walls of viruses, fungi, bacteria. And I've talked about it. You can go see it in another video. But what's important is that vitamin D3 is like the light vitamin. It's like your lightsaber. And it's very important. It's an antimicrobial. But what our research has shown from looking at from a cytosol systems approach, that guess what? Glutathione, when you take it with vitamin D or if you're getting the sun and you take glutathione, it really boosts you up, okay? It really en enhances vitamin D3, and this is how it does that. So, so glutathione deficiency, by the way, will increase ROS production. And now ROS, which is a reactive oxygen species, downregulate genes such as these three genes, CYP27A1, CYP27B1, and VDR. Well, VDR in particular, and these are extremely important to vitamin D uptake, okay? So vitamin D uptake is, which means, what do I mean by that? The bioavailability, okay, of vitamin D being absorbed is enhanced by glutathione. Because when you have all these reactive oxygen species, those actually inhibit those three genes. So if you're under a lot of stress and you're taking a lot of vitamin D3, it's gonna help you. But if you layer in the glutathione, it's really gonna help you even more. That's why, you know, I'm a big proponent of NAC in addition to vitamin D3. That's what I would do, you know, and that's what we're finding in our combination research here, all right? That when you interconnect NAC, as the research shows here, with vitamin D, you know, and you're taking vitamin D, um, that the NAC supplementation is gonna block the ROS, which is gonna enhance these genes, uh, you know, uh, produce the uptake of vitamin D. And supplementation of GSH and its precursor, precursor NAC lead to the restoration of vitamin D, um, you know, and, and the deficiency in antiviral activity, okay? Via catholicidins. So I may do, I'll do another whole talk on this. So what we've just seen here is that, and I'll come back because we're gonna take a, a, a focus thing because I wanna, uh, remember, I want you guys to understand the systems approach. So what do we just see here? We saw synergy here. You take NAC with the glutathione and it boosts your vitamin D uptake. That's called the synergy principle. So it's not about just any one thing. Glutathione itself hits many, many subsystems, but this research that we just are sharing with you shows the importance also of glutathione in supporting vitamin D uptake. Does that make sense? Um, some, some people say, does glutathione come in a liquid form? Uh, I seem to get uh, nauseous from pills. Yeah, I uh, I think there is a glutathione form in liquid. I think there may even be a, uh, a form that's even available uh, in a nasal form. You should go check it out. But um, I like to take it, if you're into IVs, I like to take it straight IV, you know, 
direct if you can get it, okay? Uh, there are providers who do that. What I wanna do now is, you know, I wanna remember the reason I do these talks to explain to you how the body is a system when we look at ingredients with Cytosol is to start educating you to take a systems approach to the body. Okay, I wanna take a little side note and talk about, you can apply these concepts. Think about what I've, I'm talking about molecules, which are energy. Now think about that same concept if we were to think about the energy approach to understanding how we unleash synergistic changes in the universe, truth, freedom, and health. For far too long, there are people who are just interested in innovation and truth and doing science, right? We can call these people the nerds or the innovators or the scientists. So they're in one group. Then we have people who are into 1A and 2A, right? The First Amendment, you know, and the Second Amendment. And unfortunately, people try to brand them as quote unquote rednecks or the Second Amendment guys. But freedom is extremely important, speech and things like the Second Amendment. And then over here, we have people who are just into health, right? Doing their yoga. Sometimes they go overboard and become yoga Nazis or whatever they are eating, earthy, crunchy granola people. So these people are always seen as different. Our view is we need to integrate all of these. No different than what I shared with you, the importance of food, the importance of integrating, let's say, turmeric and resveratrol and other combinations. It is So if you understand the synergy systems principle at the body level, you must also recognize that we can take the same approach. That's why our movement is not just a slogan. When we say truth, freedom, and health, you need freedom to support the development of truth. And you need truth to support the development of the real problems and real solutions for our health. And with health, we have the strength to fight for freedom and to dwell into truth. So I'm gonna take a quick break here because I want everyone to understand that VA Shiva, what we're doing here is a movement for supporting your health, for supporting the advancement of truth and supporting the advancement of um, freedom. And so let's just share a little bit about this. And I wanna share with you how all of you can support all the work that we do here and all the volunteers by contributing to this movement. And this will hopefully inspire you why. Here we go. Let me just share this. Our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Mm -hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom.
Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com. All right, so uh, the reason I wanted to share that with you is that you can apply these systems principles to anything in the universe. And so you'll notice that I'll talk about, um, you know, yesterday I, I just did a video talking about, a small video talking about our suing um, Jack Dorsey. We just served him because a judge wanted us to do it. It's gonna be probably the most important case of this century because our case in the federal courts right now is the only case 
which, which exposes the fact that Twitter is an agent of the government. It's what the Supreme Court is waiting for. We have had multiple victories in this. No mainstream media will ever cover it because we're going after the real issue. And we've exposed the fact that Twitter, Jack Dorsey, is just a doofus of the government. Uh, we seem to think big tech, big tech, big tech. When you take a systems approach, you find out that government and big tech work together. Government and big pharma work together. Government and big media. Government and big insurance. It's government. We live in state capitalism. We don't really have like a market economy, mark, true market capitalism here. What we have is a bunch of cr cr cronies, right? Elitist cronies who subjugate working people. That's what's fundamentally going on. So as much as I care about taking care of my health, the real issue in health is going to come about when we understand that there is a synergy principle that we need to apply to destroy those in power who want to subjugate working people. And when you go look at the arc of human history, you find out starting the 1900s is when we started to rise up, working people rose up, independent of any political party, independent of the Kennedys or Republicans or Democrats or Bernie Sanders or Trump. And in the 30s is when we got all the gains that we have today. The reduction in infectious diseases occurred in the 1930s, long before you know measles jabs even came out, all right? infrastructure, roads, highways, nutrition. That was when you and I rose up, bottoms up. And starting in the 70s, even as early back as the 50s, the right wing and the left wing, as I talked about in the video, collaborated together to make sure that you and I would never rise up again. They gave us distractions, the Trumps, the Bernies, the Kennedys, the Jesse Jacksons, the Al Sharptons, left and right, Tucker Carlson's. So we just watch and we're observers. It's not going to work. We need to build a bottoms up movement. And the only way to do that is you must begin with the foundations of system science, because over the last 50 years, the elites have rounded up their academics and they know the science of systems. And through that science of systems is how they subjugate you. And until we understand that science, all of these movements are going to fail. So when um, you go to vashiva.com, the website that I put up there, and we just redid it just now. Our team of great volunteers has helped us. And we just redid this website, vashiva.com slash join. You can see it says, welcome to VA Shiva, the revolutionary platform to empower you to become an agent of change to win truth, freedom, and health. Take the first step. You just saw the video. Support the movement. Your contributions, small or large, are enabling the infrastructure to deliver the priceless education of system science. We're using the awesome trident here. It's not the devil's trident. You know, the Navy SEALs have it. It's a trident. We're going to go to war for truth, freedom, and health. That's each what it is. But it's about getting educated or being enslaved. And it says that when people support the movement, I don't want to take anyone's money for nothing. When people give the contribution of 100 more, they're going to receive the following gift. The first gift they get is they get all these premium videos, which, you know, the mainstream uh, big tech doesn't want up there. Then we give you the second gift of all these tools that you can Use these cards on the ground to educate your friends and family in a nice way. Third gift that you get is the tool of your body, your system, systems, the systems health portal where you can get certified. So these are the educational gifts. Then you get a whole bunch of books. You know, this is tremendous value. Then you get scientific reports and then you get the tools of social media, independent of big tech, where you can start building friendships. We have the Facebook equivalent, independent of Facebook. <clears throat> so all of these for people who want to be a warrior. 
You can also just be a supporter. <coughs> For those people who give 25 or more, again, you get a lot of tools here, the Your Body, Your System tool, books. And then for those people, and by the way, they get access to the forum. And those people who just or don't want to contribute anything, but they just want to be part of the community, you can do that. Uh, you can become a member. You get access to all the uh, featured videos, the activism tools, uh, the first chapter of the book, the scientific report, and the forum where you can interconnect with people. And by the way, if you go down here, everyone said, hey, you know, I want to understand the difference between being a warrior, supporter, member, and we've actually outlined it, okay? So this is frankly not really you're giving money to us or, or to me, but you're actually giving uh, contributions to support your education. We're not going to win this movement without a bottoms-up movement that is conscious, grounded in political theory, which is grounded in system science. So anyway, I hope you all take advantage of that. All right, so let me go back and finish up glutathione now that I've, um, you know, pounded all of you away on the importance of taking a systems approach. So you can go to vashiva.com and you can learn more about that. And as I talked about, you, there's a dashboard there. You can go see all the educational tools. You can, you'll, everything I just talked about is all up there is what I've shared with you. Get books and all of this. It's a lot of stuff that I want to educate you on, the community tools, the activation tools, which I just went through. But when you look at glutathione, we can also take a systems approach, not only from a biological systems approach, but also from an engineering systems approach. When you sign up as a Truth, Freedom, Health Warrior, as a supporter, I give you access to a very powerful tool called Your Body, Your System, which took me about you know, 20 years to create. You can use these systems principles to answer a set of questions and using that questions that you can interrogate yourself, you can actually figure out what kind of system you are, okay? It's your body, your system. So you answer these questions. And again, this is to anyone who contributes, you get access to this. So there is the three dimensions of transport, conversion, and storage of energy. You answer these questions, it'll figure out your body's homeostasis, that red dot. The red dot will vary for everyone. Then you can figure out where the black dot is, which is where you are today, how you're disturbed. If you're not, you're the red, the black dot will be on the red dot. And then you can figure out how you can use different foods and supplements. It's a great, it's almost like a mixing alchemy. You can figure out how different foods, different yoga exercises can bring you back to you. And, and, and that's available to anyone who becomes a warrior or a supporter. So please do that, support yourself. Now, when you look at glutathione from that perspective, look at here. So here is you. So what, what does glutathione do? It lowers vata, which means it lowers transport. It lowers conversion, right? Which means you're going to make sure you don't, you know, over metabolize yourself, right? And it increases kapha, which is storage, which is supporting your infrastructure in your body. So this is really the infrastructure part. This, this lowers the transport, calms you down, and this makes basically calms down your metabolism, all right? Which means if you're having digestive processes, uh, which is like the liver, it supports detoxification of the liver. That's why we say it lowers it. So your liver is the digestive, the conversion part of your system. All right, so let's summarize here. When we look at the overall functioning here, what do we have? We have the dosaging. What should we, how much should you take? Well, again, this is coming from, this is not medical advice. This is really coming from the literature. Um, N-acetylcysteine, like this bottle that I have here right now, okay? Uh, this is about, you know, 600 milligrams. Uh, I typically take one, okay? 
but uh, one of the dosaging for maintenance dose here, it says you can take upwards of about a thousand. All right. So a uh, thousand milligrams per day NAC for mitigating, uh, mitigating uh, uh, damage from smoking 83 grams a day. So you can see uh, grams a day uh, of almonds. So if you take almonds, if you take 83 grams a day of almonds, just from almonds. So we're looking at food as well as supplements. You can get enough glutathione to stop, uh, you know, uh, at least from Gia at all. Here's another way. Alcohol-free beer. Interesting. Alvarez, 500 milliliters per day has GSH, alcohol-free beer. For cardiovascular disease, five grams every six hours of NAC intravenously. So this is a very direct way of getting it. This came from in 1998 research. So you can see we're looking at from almonds, you can get it directly from supplements. You can get it from alcohol-free beer, believe it or not. And you can get it intravenously um, also. So in summary, glutathione is a ubiquitous biomolecule found in all organisms. It's a master antioxidant involved in several cellular biological processes. Its deficiency causes several diseases, including cardiovascular, heart, brain, lungs, liver diseases. Glutathione affects immune response by mitigating the cytokine storm, enabling strong antiviral response by inhibiting protein folding and viral genomic replication. And it augments antiviral response of vitamin D. So I can't recommend um, this enough as something at least every one of you should explore for boosting your immune system, for boosting your health in a variety of ways. But again, you can get this from food. If you're going to get it from almonds, what I took, you know, a lot of the almond is a great food. I typically soak the almonds overnight. The next night, I throw away the water, peel it, and you eat it. And um, it's in traditional systems, it's a great way to remove the phytic acid, and the almonds will germinate a little bit, a great way to get it. But um, there's some value when you start looking at the raw food diets. Um, it's one of the values you're getting a lot of fresh fruits and fresh vegetables, which really support your glutathione. Okay, so anyway, everyone, I have to go to an early dinner. Uh, I normally don't end this early. I typically do late, so I wanted to, it's spring is coming. I wanted to spend a little bit of time uh, with uh, some friends. So I'll be going over there. In fact, it's one of our friends who trained our dogs. Uh, she trained them uh, in a very cool way, you know, through positive reinforcement. We have two really, really cool um, family members, okay? Um, what company to order NAC from? Look, um, I don't want to make recommendations of companies. I suggest that you really look, um, you know, are they a reputable source? Where is it coming from? Now, this one that I get is from Jaro Formulas. Um, I think they're a pretty good company. Um, it comes from, it's a lipid bilayer, so it's sustained, but I don't really want to make a recommendation. But listen, one of the biggest things I want to ask all of you is a gift that you need to support yourself in. Again, go back to the early 1900s. The way that we got truth, freedom, and health was when we built a bottoms-up movement. And that's what we need to do today, starting in 2021. But we're not going to be able to do that because the elites have gotten stronger over the last 50 years because we, you know, we laid low, fat, dumb, and happy. We didn't build our movements. We outsourced it to Republicans and Democrats, Trumps and Bernies and all these guys. They're not going to do jack. We need to build our bottoms-up movement. And it doesn't even matter if they're nice people. The infrastructure of that system is always to compromise. And it's a few set of people making decisions. As you notice, it's a synergy of all of us coming together 
around the principle of truth, freedom, and health. So go become a truth, freedom, and health warrior today. And when you do that, you're doing two things. A, you're supporting our movement and you're supporting you to understand principles. You're going to get interconnect with people. You're going to get tools. It's three pronged approach. That's why we're using the trident as our symbol. Okay. And by the way, a lot of people are confused. It's a devil's thing. It's not. The trident goes back to Neptune. It goes back to Shiva. It goes back to, it's a very powerful symbol. But our trident is truth, freedom, and health, education, community building, and activism. That's our trident. And that's going to become our symbol. Thank you, everyone. Have a good evening. Be well. Be the light. Go become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. I want to, we got to get 50,000 people by the end of this year. And um, I teach the course directly. I don't play just a video. Uh, I may, you know, play portions and then, but I'm interacting with you. So please take advantage of that. Uh, become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. It's a small contribution. You support yourself, most importantly. Thank you. Be well.